Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we talk about how you can lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking about how I manifested my million dollar house and we're going to be going through a lot of abundance and money mindset talk. Now um, that house is what you see right now because I'm actually recording in my new film studio in my new house and um, I'm a little bit afraid to record this episode but I feel like I owe it to you and I've gotten so many questions about it. I'm just going to hit record. Well, my my camera friend has hit record and uh, we're going to do this. Uh, before we get really deep into it, um, you might not know me. I'm Amy uh, van de Putte and online I'm better known as Fast Forward Amy. And a few months ago, I moved into my first house that I owned uh, and it's a million dollar house with an indoor pool and a wine cellar and everything. And I worked really hard to get here, but still as a 27 year old, it's a pretty bold move. Uh, one that not everyone would actually be very supportive about. And today I want to walk you through how I manifested it and how I made that happen. And I hope uh, I hope you'll like it. I feel a little bit, yeah, uncomfortable to record it. <laughs> uh, if you want to know more about money mindset, by the way, you can uh, read all about this episode. So the recap of all of this through fastforwardamy.com forward slash 62. And I've also created a money mindset guide for you. In that money mindset guide, you'll learn how to uh, rewrite your own story with money and create new money mantras on a positive side. And you can grab that through fastforwardamy.com forward slash money mindset guide, or simply click the link in the description of this episode, um, which is always how it works, by the way. We always have articles, we always have downloads, uh, so that we can help you to achieve your own freedom-based life and business, because that's what we want here at the Fast Forward Amy uh, family and the Academy. So, uh, a few months ago, um, thinking March 2020, lockdown started and I was living in a uh, tiny apartment in Antwerp. And uh, about a year before that, I had redecorated that apartment. I'd gotten someone to help me, so it had really bright walls. I made the most I could out of that small space. And I, like, for example, the kitchen didn't look all that great, but I changed all of the handles to golden handles and stuff like that. But it really didn't fit me anymore and what I was doing as a business owner and as, like, an ambitious woman who wanted to build an empire. Lockdown happened and I was uh, very afraid of everything, or at least I didn't want to go outside and bump into people in the middle of the city center in Antwerp. So I stayed inside a lot and I was feeling very stuck because I was also uh, dating my boyfriend. My boyfriend had kids, has kids, <laughs> and um, in the beginning we couldn't see each other because of the whole corona situation and for it to be safe for the kids and, and for everyone else. And then I stayed inside, didn't go outside, and I became really, really, really unhappy, always sitting on the couch, losing my entire rhythm. And for the first time, in the longest time, I thought, wow, I really want a garden and I want some sunshine. And I started thinking, well, I'm making a good amount of money. Um, I can use it for my, my recordings. Why don't I start looking for maybe a place to rent during the summer? And I was thinking maybe I can rent a house in the suburbs, a big villa with a pool so the kids can play outside. I was like, you know what? If we can't go on a vacation, if we can't go away, maybe we just do a staycation, but we rent a villa that's well furbished and we move in there. 
Turned out, after reaching out to a bunch of places, the villas were crazy expensive. They were like 3,000, 5,000 euros a month, and they weren't even that big or whatever, not furbished anything. So it seemed like a really big ordeal. And then we were looking online a lot, like, what is out there? And I was starting to think about it, like, I can go and move into Charlie's apartment, but there's not a lot of space there. I mean, it's a big apartment, but I work from home, and I would be working in the living room the entire time, which is fine, but just for me, it's... I also have a team and everything and I kind of need some space, you know? So one thing led to another. We were researching a lot of homes and we came across this one home that looked amazing. And it was one of the first homes we saw, actually. It wasn't for for rent, it was for sale. And Charlie was especially enamored by it. And I was like, yeah, it's really pretty, but the location can't be good because of what we saw so um we ended up uh getting a video from the realtor because she made that at the beginning of uh the lockdown and she filmed the entire house and we were flabbergasted the house was like was beautiful perfect everything but it turned out that the location wasn't exactly what we wanted um and (laughs) i kept like pushing it back i'm like no 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 but then and and no one in my surroundings thought it was a good plan. Everyone's like, it's too soon and your business is doing well now, but will it continue to be doing well? So there was a lot of doubt. Um, I also got people telling me like, well, that specific house, for example, you can't really make a really big um, profit on it because it's already fully done and it's better to buy a house and then to flip it. But... slash, I'm not great at flipping houses or doing stuff myself. I'm really great at doing this and when I have a setup where I can do that it helps me a lot um now I'll fast forward for a bit we I ended up buying the house myself by the way I say we because in private settings with Charlie and me and with the kids we say we but I bought it it's fully mine Charlie kept his own apartments I know a lot of people ask about that and I did this without any outside financial help as in I got nothing from no one I have a loan talk about that later But no one gave me anything. I didn't have any savings from my parents, nothing. And a few years ago, I had exactly nothing. Many, many years ago, I wanted to move out, live by myself and rent a place uh, during my, um, while I was still getting my degree and working and I couldn't afford it. Then after a bunch of stuff happened, I finally figured out a way to rent something from someone so that I could run my business and stuff from there. Um, But it was always like, I had, I was used to having between zero or, yeah, between zero and a thousand euros on my bank account. And that was it. No savings, nothing. And in a few years, I went from that to owning this million dollar house. So I guess I want to tell you how I did that without any money and without anyone believing in the plan. <laughs> and um, the the biggest thing that happened is I, I listened to my own feeling and I was like, well, I really do see myself living there. I really do think it would be great for my work, but it would be especially great for me privately. And I started figuring it out, calculating, and I thought, you know what, based on the numbers, I could actually afford to buy it. And I could uh, have a loan from my own business and everything. So I started figuring out. But uh, this is also, this entire episode is like me talking to a friend. It's, it's, I can't, this is such an intangible subject, you know, but it started with, I used to look at houses as like, well, then you pay a bunch of money and you lose the money. But of course, you put the money in a house and you get that back uh, because you have the property then and the house that's on it. I think the biggest 
part of this um, vision that I created for myself was a little bit subconscious because um, as I was writing this episode that so many people asked me about, I realized two years ago I was in LA in um, Jenna and Julian's house. They're very famous online. They're friends of my brother. I didn't know who they were, but I ended up in their house. And they had a beautiful house with white marble. They had a podcast recording room and another recording room for videos, I think. And I was like, holy shit, how do you get here? With like a gate and everything was with a lot of surveillance. And that's only two years ago. And I I remember sitting there and having fun and, and, and drinks. And I was like, well... I could really see myself living in this place. And, and did, I doubt, did I doubt myself that I could do it at the time? Maybe, but I also just like sent out that energy into the universe. Like how amazing would that be if I would be living in, in a house like that? And how much would that do for me uh, in terms of energy and also in terms of marketing and everything? Um, but even before that, I used to work with clients who had indoor pools and who hired a personal trainer every morning or multiple mornings a week. And I used to think that was outrageous. Like I was a personal trainer back then. I was getting hired and I couldn't figure out how they afforded it. I was like, that blows my mind. But right now for the past years already, I've been investing in myself and hiring a personal trainer. Even when it felt like a really big expense compared to what I was making, I still did it because I knew it's going to give me the energy back so I can Invest that in other stuff. And I think that's a really big part of the manifesting and the abundance is seeing where something will get you long term instead of seeing it subtract from it in the short term because that's when you end up in scarcity. When you only see, when I hire the personal trainer, I will have less money. Then you will just have less money and not more energy. But I see investing in a personal trainer and getting back 10 times as much energy that I can then invest in my creative space of genius or zone of genius whatever so the the trick has always been to do something before the energy was there to do it and that's how I created the energy to do the things so for example the house I signed for the house when I didn't have a loan yet by the way that's a whole story um I heard from the bank that I was gonna be getting a loan uh signed for the house obviously with like the things that I could still get out of it. But then I heard back from the bank and they literally told me, um, and this is a bank for entrepreneurs in Belgium. They literally told me for a young woman your age, we think this is a little bit um, too far-fetched or like too far out of your league. So they said, for a young woman your, woman your age, this is too far out of your league. Despite my numbers being solid, my business model being an amazing business model and everything being perfect, they just said, for a young woman your age, we think it's too far out of your league. And that could have really crushed me. It crushed me for a bit, by the way. Um, I started really doubting myself and I had just signed, you know, and I had four months to fulfill everything. And then if I had wanted to get out of it, I had one month and this was all uh, past summer. And it really shook my confidence. And I was like, whoa, maybe my business model isn't good or maybe... My uh, my numbers aren't great or maybe I'm not good at what I do. And I started doubting myself and then I talked to my dad. My dad's amazing. By the way, he was here two episodes ago. Um, and he was like, don't let them do this to you. And I also worked through it and was like, you know, in moments like those, you can choose to sit down and cry and you can cr always cry for a bit. But I was also like, you know what? Fuck you. I'll pay for it cash. 
And I decided to make the exact amount of money I needed for the house in that summer within that time frame. Obviously, I wasn't really going to pay for it cash, but I wanted to depend on myself because I clearly couldn't depend on anyone else. And I decided, like, I can make a million dollars in two months. So I didn't make a million dollars in two months. I made it because of years of hard work. But I sold for a million dollars in a period of two months' time. And it was still very hard work to get the house because there was a lot of, like, with the bank and things and everything was done very last minute and it put so much stress on me. But what I did is I signed for the house before I had the evidence I could do it. By signing, that was the evidence that I could do it. I got the personal trainer before I felt like I could do it. And by getting the personal trainer, I sent out that energy into the universe and got it back. When I hired my first VA, there wasn't a clear ROI on that. But by hiring her, I was creating the ROI for myself and the space for myself. When I hire new support coaches for my new program, by the way, that's closing in one week. If you're still thinking about the Business Freedom Elevator, you have until Monday evening, the 31st of January, 8 p.m. to sign up. Otherwise, you can't sign up anymore. And the link is fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator, by the way. So you create the energy because you do the thing before you are ready. And that is manifesting. Manifesting is um, acting like it's already there. So hiring support coaches, that's what I was saying. I can hire a couple more support coaches because I know there are so many new clients flowing in. And because I have them, I create the energy and, and the, the permission for the money to flow in and for the new clients to flow in. I, f I feel like I'm completely missing up this episode. It's very difficult to talk about. Um, but a few things that happen when manifesting is that you're not always conscious, but I have... a I doubt myself often, but I still had a very firm belief that I could live here. I saw myself living here. I saw me and my family living here. I saw this studio being created. I saw my downstairs office and I envisioned it a lot. But I think a lot of people think that with manifesting, you keep seeing the picture. With me, it's not that. It's one very clear decision. Like, I will live there. And I don't even need to think about it the entire time. It's some subconsciously like energy that's being sent out. Uh, but what was really funny is I was recording modules for my Business Freedom Elevator this summer. And I have a module on goal setting. And for that module, a few months before, I think it was in April or something, I had created a vision board. And it was an example vision board that I put together in a few minutes as an example in an Excel file. And I looked at it. And everything of the, on the vision board that was like a fake vision board, you can find in this house. So in different steps of my life, I decided like, I want to live in a house with an indoor pool. How, do, how cool would that be? Wow, a recording studio in your house is amazing. Oh, the white marble, I really love it. And then in the vision board, I put the, um, the roof my house has and, and the vibe and, and everything. And when I saw that, like literally my breath stopped and I realized like, whoa, I just... I created this out of thin air because practically, or like, so according to our society, it shouldn't be done. And I know sometimes I'm like, I'm just a normal girl, so if I can do it, you can do it too. And then some people tell me like, Amy, you're not just a normal girl or you're really smart, whatever. Sure, I have a good brain. I have uh, very supportive parents, but I've also had other stuff really stacked against me. And I'm not saying I'm not privileged. I'm, I'm privileged, obviously. I had a good education. But 
Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six figure business to a seven figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, Fast Forward Amy, and DMing me the word method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24 minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fast forward Amy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye. I truly believe that you can do anything you want. You can achieve anything you set your mind to. If you want to live in a million dollar house, you can do that. Do you want a private jet? You can do that. Do you want to fund a school for um, kids with no education? You can do that. Our society makes us believe we can't do stuff, but it's bullshit. We can all do whatever we want if we can harness that energy and that abundance into achieving that. And you... I'm like, I feel so many emotions bubbling up as I'm talking about this, but you can't be listening to the naysayers. You can't be listening to the people who tell you you can't buy that house or isn't it too soon or um, is it, are you sure you want to take that risk or don't make the podcast or why would you make a podcast, stuff like that. You And you especially can't listen to the naysayer inside of you. If you want to create abundance in your life, if you want to manifest whatever you want, you need to believe. And there's a really famous quote, can't remember who said it, whatever your mind believes, it achieves. I want to say it's Edison, but I'm not sure. Whatever your mind believes, it achieves. And I also think energy-wise, and I'm not, I don't talk about spirituality a lot, but a few months ago, my dad told me, um, he's like, yeah, with the house, you know what I saw? I had a dream and it was really, really vivid. And he said, I saw myself sitting in your studio upstairs, recording a podcast, and you being filmed by a film crew and walking in and being like, hey, dad, what you doing? And he was recording a podcast. And then later walking into into the kitchen with a cup of coffee. And he said, I had a dream and it was that house. And a few months later, that happened. So I believe if you believe, it can create amazing things. If you have multiple people around you believing, you can create even more abundance. And this sounds very woo-woo, but there's really tiny stuff. I now have some of the clients I used to look up to most. I had certain mugs and a teapot 
in their kitchen. And whenever I went to coach them, they would actually um, grab those mugs and go to the pool to train. I have those mugs. I got them as a gift. I have the pots. I don't know where I got the pot. Like it, it was separate gifts and things. But I allowed myself to believe that I could have a life like that. And I allow myself to believe that I was worth it. Although, in full disclaimer, I've struggled with my self-worth a lot over the past couple of months. I've hit a lot of limiting beliefs. Probably you can hear it in my voice. I'm uh, choking up a little bit. But the biggest thing is choosing to be abundant constantly. Like, I could have said no to the house. I could have gotten out of the contract just in time. I could have asked a couple of banks to... Um, uh, like signed papers of like no she can't do it because we're not giving her a loan and instead the deadline was approaching the deadline that I could still get out of it and I was like okay we're gonna let the, let the deadline pass and I'm buying it before I can and by doing that I can and this is not to say that you should be irresponsible with your money definitely not but I had a really really firm belief in that it was possible I was also scared shitless um and I got a lot of questions about uh, all of this. And someone asked me, did you doubt yourself? The answer is definitely yes. I think that's clear. Um, but I decided to believe more than to doubt. That's a great quote. People asked me, how detailed was your image pre-manifestation? Apparently pretty detailed because it was exactly this house. Uh, because I had the video for a while. And then even in my mood board and in past experiences in my life, I had encountered places like this. And I think that's, by the way, a really big factor, because if you don't surround yourself with those situations, then you don't know what you're looking for. If I didn't have those clients that used to maybe intimidate me or that made me slightly uncomfortable or jealous, I wouldn't have been faced with what I wanted. And that's why, despite it's making me uncomfortable, I'm talking about this because it might inspire you. If this even inspires one person to go after what they want, then I did my job, um... How much did I settle on my own uh, for the house? I paid 20% myself and everything else is a loan, but it's a construction with my business because I use it a lot for my business. Um, and then a lot of questions came in about uh, the balance between saving money and investing and the balance between abundance and smart money management. And I think you always need to know what the return on investment can be for yourself. And for me, I really knew, and this is not something that is data this is energy I knew if I invest in this house it's gonna come back to me multiple times like 10 times over even more and purely in the energy that I'm creating by doing this and I think bad money management is when you just spend money on liabilities and you just buy stuff to buy stuff and I talked about that in an episode, I think it was the 22nd of December. It's an episode where I talk about money, assets versus liabilities. Definitely check that out. But how do you balance it? Well, there's a difference between just spending money or investing money in something that can turn into more. And energy-wise, I knew that this was going to create the space for me to get in even more into my zone of genius and to create even more. Uh, this is all coming from someone who used to work above the garage next to the washer and dryer uh, who at one point didn't have enough money to buy new school books. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking about this because honestly, the first 24 hours that I moved in, I felt physically good. The environment felt good to me, but mentally I was freaking out. I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. 
and I've struggled with it a lot also during my launch and other stuff like it's a, it's a worthiness thing like did I deserve to be here um did I deserve to buy this I'm like yeah I fought for it I fought tooth and nail and I did not let go and that's what I want to I want to tell you don't let go of your dreams just everyone else will tell you it can't be done you will tell yourself it can't be done but listen to that other voice the voice of hope that tells you it can be done on that note i'm gonna finish up because i'm choking up and i'm bleh. <laughs> but if you want to learn more about um abundance and money mindset in episode 12 and episode 20 of the fast forward amy show you can learn more and i've included a download the money mindset guide that you can uh, download by clicking the link in the description and I want to ask you if you want the, it's the same investing in, in other people, investing in this camera setup, by the way, which is costing me a ton of money to make all of this happen today. I choose to invest in it and there is not a tangible return on every podcast episode, but I choose to work the long-term thing. And that's what I see with my most successful clients is they choose the long-term results and not the short-term results because that will set you up for success if you want help achieving long-term results i kindly invite you to the business freedom elevator next week on monday the 31st of january monday evening 8 p.m we are closing the doors you will not be able to get in anymore we don't know when we are open again in again or if we are opening again people never believe me when i say that <laughs> but i've done it in the past with my mastermind and everyone's like oh my god you were serious of course I'm serious. It's my business. Maybe in six months I don't want to do it again. But this round I am incredibly enthusiastic to work with you and I hope to welcome you in the elevator. Go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator to sign up for this round or to waitlist, for example, for maybe an English version. I hope to see you there. Um, I also hope I get a lot of love on this episode. Because in Belgium we don't talk about money or not as much. And... Um, if you became a little bit more abundant by listening to this, or if you're feeling a little bit more hopeful or energetic, uh, please send this out into the world. Please share this message because there's too many people making other people smaller, making other people feel more scarcity, and it's time that we all feel more abundant. So abundantly share away, please like, comment, and definitely subscribe. And um, see you again next week. Mm -hmm.